Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance, it's true. Hello, welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. And thank you for joining us on our podcast full of the wonders, trials, thirst traps, DMs of our love lives and the love lives we look up to. Devin, how are you doing? I'm good. I am beginning a journey today and today only. May never continue again where I went for a run today. Wow. And it was brave and it was important. It was significant. It was earth shattering. Um, I felt heat exhaustion and I may I I may have ended my journey right there with that. But it did feel cool to feel like I had like a new personality for the sure. day. Like the people who passed me on the street, obviously at a distance with masks on, I felt like they only know me as this person, this runner. They only know me as someone who runs. You're like, and I'm a jock. Yeah. Actually. So, okay, I'm Sporty Spice after all this time where I always thought I was Ginger Spice. And now I'm Sporty Spice. That's interesting. I'm actually the British manager who is constantly stressed out that the Spice You're Alan Cumming? won't show up. You're yes. Alan Cumming. Okay. <laughs> I'm terrified they're not going to show up to the gig. Girls. Girls. <laughs> is that how they say it? I'm actually the Girls. guy who crawls out of the toilet to take pictures of them for the tabloids. I'm the alien that they randomly, for absolutely no reason, but so happy it happened, run into in their tour bus making the movie uh, Spice World into a gender-bending sci-fi experience that I didn't expect, but I'm so grateful You said gender-bending, but I know you meant genre-bending. Oh, no, I meant gender-bending. Because <laughs> what was the alien, male or female? Did we know? That's such a good point. No. And she and Jerry actually uh, insinuates that when she tries to kiss him. Oh. I am so happy that you went on a run. I physically can't run, and I'm not saying that as a joke. 
I told my Barry's boot camp teacher in a period of my life where that was a part of my story that I could not run. I was like, by the way, I you're going to see me on the treadmill. I can't run. So please, you know, just so you know. And they were like, oh, yeah, totally. Take it at your own pace. Screaming at me and being like, come on, number nine. I know you can do better than that. And I like looked over at them like, no, I can't. I told you I could not. I've never been to a Barry's boot camp, and after that story, you can sure as hell guarantee I never will. They could be mean. One teacher imitated me. No. She was like, you need to use heavier weights because you're like this. And then she sort of was like, uh. Ew, she, she imitated a hand job? No, but, you know. <laughs> She's like, you're like this. Well, a no, jack off. That's I, what you are. <laughs> you're jacking off. You're j- you can't just... <laughs> Sit there with your thumb up your ass, jacking off in my class. That's what she made me sound like. In this while whacking off over there, and I was like, um, "I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please let me just use the three pound weight." I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm too. I'm a baby. I'm the I, alien. I'm the non-conforming alien from Spice World. I have spent this week watching The Americans. I'm very late when it comes to shows. I just finished Breaking Bad last year. Yes, that is correct. In the year 2019, I finished Breaking Bad. In the year 2018, I finished The Sopranos. So I'm literally like 20 years late to some of these. That all being said, The Americans is an amazing show. Very well done. And there's a lot of spy sex in it. Basically, every time they have a mission, their solution is to have sex with someone in it. They're like, we know what we have to do. Carrie Russell, Felicity has to seduce someone. And for me personally, I don't know if that would work. Like I'm I'm already trying to seduce people mm-hmm. in general, not for a mission, just trying just, in my life. Just it's, for it's, kicks. It's not happening. It's not working. So okay. props to her and to them. I would love to go to whatever Russian KGB boot camp they have to go through. It's not worse than berries. I'll tell you that. It definitely is not. I just want to say that I have a lot of trouble with the way that you watch shows in that sometimes you will watch just the finale episode and like not the whole series or just the pilot and not the whole series, but then comment on the series, such as the time that you had just said that you liked Big Little Lies. Reese Witherspoon's performance in the finale of Big Little Lies. So as a normal human being, I presumed like, oh, so she's seen the show Big Little Lies because she's commenting on the finale and, and the performance in it. Flash forward to like a year later, we're planning a, a Halloween costume that we never did, but we were going to do a joint costume of Big Little Lies. And I, I must have been like referencing parts of the rest of the show or something. And you were like, oh, I only watched the finale. And I was like, OK, but it's so- really good. <laughs> but I like the show from what I've seen. So how can you claim? Although that being said, I was Poison Ivy for Halloween and I've, I don't even know what that is from at all. But it's just... <laughs> I bet you don't. I bet you didn't know that Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy. I did not know that, but good for her. I remember I was having a sleepover with my friends at a hotel room, and they were like, "We need to watch this show, Big Little Lies." And while they were watching it, I was like, "Hey, this is good." And they were like, <laughs> "You know that we're watching the finale, right? <laughs> like this huge who done it?" And I was like, "Oh no, but I love it. It's great. Good to know how it literally everything works out in the end." So last week on True Romance, we talked about love and Instagram, a subject that I could honestly dedicate a whole podcast to. Mm -hmm. But today we wanted to talk about the after effect of a breakup, how we recover, how we don't recover, what we do to try to mend 
our broken hearts and egos. I mean, something that I thought the other day was that they're just unnatural. You just suddenly stop talking to your best friend who you've been sharing a bed with. They are very bizarre things to go through. You go through a withdrawal. I want to see the first cave woman break up. Can't you see her going back to other cave women and being like, ugh. 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 And the other girls uh, are like, uh-huh. 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 But what they're really saying is, fuck him. He's a piece of shit and you deserve so much fucking better. It's actually insane how much you deserve better. It's actually insane. He makes me sick. When I see his friends, I when I see him, I'm not going to look at him. I'm going to hit him over the head with my club and I'm going to steal his herbs. I'm going to steal his herbs de Provence. <laughs> steal his herbs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would like to see that too. That should be a show. Hey, the guys who made the Geico Caveman show. We got an all-female reboot for you. Okay, strap Devin in. Devin loves shaming the guys who made the Geico. I hate that because I just hate that because that's white male privilege in a nut shield, a nut shield. We wanted to talk this week about after a breakup. We've talked about the moment you know. We've talked about the actual breakup unto itself. And now we want to talk about the recovery process which doesn't feel or look like a recovery process because recovery implies that you're getting better. And after a breakup, I don't know about you guys, but I feel as though I'm dropped down a tunnel of despair with no bottom to it. And if that sounds depressing, that's exactly what it feels like too. (laughs) It feels like Googling different types of 12-step programs and wondering if you qualify for every single one of them. I qualify for so many 12-step programs that I don't even have time for. I'm like slaw, sex love addicts. Yeah, of course. Sure. Food? Do I eat normally? No, of course not. I never have. Yeah, same. But the feeling of when you're getting dumped has actually lights up the same parts of your brain as the feeling you get when you're physically beat up. So I don't know about anyone else out there, but after some bad breakups I've had, I've woken up literally exhausted, so tired, feeling sore, sluggish. And that's because my I've mentally just taken a beating. And I'm saying this as someone who's been in the hospital, who's had major surgeries, who's been in a lot of pain. I will never underestimate the feeling of being heartbroken. I really won't. How does this one compare to previous heartbreaks that you've had? Not that bad. I feel like the previous ones I've had where I found out my ex was dating a close friend of mine or when I had very, very, very low self-esteem and my boyfriend broke up with me, I was destroyed. In this one, I feel like I'm more of an adult. I know myself more I I like myself more and so he didn't take away that much by breaking up with me and we were very nice to each other he wasn't a mean person I don't hate him so it was much easier but as you put it to me I'm physically dependent on a response from my partner the person I've been physically sleeping with holding kissing loving up on Oh, God. Sorry. I, the, the man I've been making love with. Can you imagine being the type of woman to say I took a lover or my lover? I can imagine it, but only because I have a sick mind. <laughs> I would never say it. 
I have trouble even saying like my boyfriend. Boyfriend. Oh my gosh. I hadn't had a boyfriend in so long when I met my ex Kyle that I actually got it into every single conversation that I had a boyfriend. People would be like, um, I think I'll get a Coca-Cola. And I would be like, you're so much like my boyfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> he orders <laughs> drinks like that, too. Or they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go shopping if you want to come. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend makes fun of me because I dress like a hippie. So, yeah, I think I do need something <laughs> cute to wear. So, yeah, I'm going to need to go shopping. This you know what I mean? Goober. Yeah, I, I was like that in the beginning my, with my first boyfriend, obviously. And that I was like, this is my boyfriend. Does he have a personality? I don't know. Hard Won't be say. finding out. Will not be finding that out. So just check my Insta. I think um, that there's also always someone in the process of a breakup who is waiting for their ex to reach out. Yeah. I And I think it's so funny because when anyone goes through a breakup, there's always this idea of, yeah, I think I'll be getting a call pretty soon. They've made a mistake. I remember talking to this one woman once who had just gone through a divorce and then her and her ex-husband had gotten back together. And so I literally just said, hey, how are you? And she was like, well, I'm sure you've heard. He came crawling back. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hadn't, but um, I'm so happy for you. And it, it sounds like you guys are doing really well already. Yeah, I feel like, I, I rarely hear of people who just like never spoke again and no one ever reached out. Yeah. Although it sounds like that's kind of the circumstance you're in, but I do think there will be contact made someday if only to be friends, but it is a game of chicken in terms of who's going to reach out first. I do love that even people who are completely moved on from their ex still sort of have a Pavlovian response when they hear about them. Years yeah. later, especially when your ex is getting married. I remember my friend's ex was getting married and she found out. And at the time, she was heavily addicted to drugs. And she was like, I am this close to putting on heels and driving to Vermont and showing up to the wedding. And thankfully, she didn't. And thankfully, she's sober now. But I'm still so mad she didn't show up to this waspy wedding high out of her mind and heels demanding an explanation for why she wasn't invited. Incredible. I just, I don't like missing public displays of insanity. Same. And I feel like it's so appealing and I can't turn away from it. And I think it's why people watch The Real Housewives. It's like, okay, if you had more of an idea of how you looked, you would not behave this way. In fact, you wouldn't be on a reality TV show. Lisa Rinna on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like two weeks ago there was paparazzi outside like some restaurant that she was at and she literally started waving her arms and was like, hi, hi. Oh my God, there's paparazzi. Look, hi, hello. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, well, even if you want paparazzi, you have to pretend that you don't. And that's- I know, that's what her daughter was doing. Her daughter was like, oh, okay. Like I'm gonna, I don't even have my sunglasses. And Lisa was like, "Uh, you're gonna want to bring the lens over here. Yeah, that is what we watch through Housewives for. It's it's to like, it, I feel like they do for me what I can't do for myself, which is that they like enact the drive that I have. Like I want to confront people a lot of the time and like say something really dramatic, but I don't because it's like not the normal person thing to do. So I just like say like, oh, okay, like that's not what I would have done. But I definitely do think you have Munchausen's, but I'm not going to open up about that. Yeah, like I just text my friends about it like a normal person and don't say right. anything, but they do what I wish I could do. 
including get extensive plastic surgery. And I just enjoy that. Yeah, it's something to admire. On the Real Housewives of Atlanta Zoom reunion, (laughs) um, which is an absolute masterpiece feat in television, um, one of the Real Housewives said to another one that, her boobs looked like they were social distancing from each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Anyways, back to our topic. During one breakup, I remember in New York, this is the one that we sort of met around. I was so depressed. I woke up every morning at 5 a.m. And I feel like that was just adrenaline. Like it was so unreal to me that my ex-boyfriend and my friend had started dating behind my back that I would wake up as if from a nightmare every day at 5 a.m. And the first, it's sort of like when you're going through anything and you open your eyes, the first thing you can think is, oh my God, this is still happening. Yeah. And I think also something that happens in breakups is that this sounds so trite, but you don't feel like yourself. Like I didn't feel funny. Nothing I said felt funny. I've never felt as old as I did when I was 19. Like, I remember after my first breakup, just looking in the mirror and just feeling like, oh, my skin is sagging. I look gray. I was so sad that it translated into my physical appearance. And I just felt so defeated. And I feel like it was in a ratio to how happy I had felt in my relationship because I feel, as someone who probably qualifies for a love addict, I feel so high when I'm in love that getting that with going through withdrawal felt like insane and things that helped me were giving my phone to my roommate every night to not text my ex at like 3 a.m saying i miss you and (laughs) watching sex in the city which is a complete lie of a tv show you can't afford those clothes you can't afford those apartments you can't afford going out with your friends for every breakfast and every dinner and you never will date that many people in your life. I, I, unless you're like Leonardo, you just don't date Leonardo? 50 people. Wait, Sorry. DiCaprio? Yeah, sweetie. <laughs> Sorry, we're friends. Oh, you, you probably think of him as like that actor. I think of him as like my guy, my buddy. He's, he's like a brother to me. <laughs> I think of him as a guy who randomly showed up in The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary for no oh, wait, reason. I need to watch that. Leonardo, I have had a fantasy, um, a part of my fantasy of being in the public eye. I've had a fantasy of being Leonardo's first regular looking girlfriend. I don't find him attractive, but I, I'm not trying to sound either, really. I'm tr- not trying to sound like that one girl who doesn't find her attractive him attractive, but he's actually talented and I see how that's attractive. Like anytime someone that's is like true. really talented, I am attracted to them. Like Kate Blanchett. Oh my God. Kate Blanchett as Bob Dylan is one of the hottest guys of all time. I've never seen that, but I just oh. feel like she's so versatilely talented that I know it's a turn on. Before we cut to commercial, Devin, we have to discuss some world news, some headlines. A lot has been going on this week. A hell of a lot. <sighs> hell of a lot has been going on this week, especially in uh, white girl world. White girl world, the kind of world where girls wear nightgowns and take walks in the woods and take pictures of themselves. That little world of fairies has been popping off. (laughs) It has been awoken. The fairies have been awoken. (laughs) Watch out. The fairies are awake. 
We're talking, of course, about the surprise Taylor Swift album that was released. Folklore. Folklore. This album should have a warning label. It should have a skull and crossbones on it. Proceed with caution. I am not a Swifty. I'm not necessarily affected by her music. I do remember when she came out with the hit Our Song and she had a perm and um, she sang about our song is a slam screen doors. Sneaking out late, tapping on your window. When you're on the phone and you talk real slow. Because it's late, late and, and your, your mama, mama don't, don't know. know. Okay, we don't need to sing every episode. Okay. But <laughs> I listened to the first song of Folklore. Literally, I listened to it because I thought, oh, I'm probably going to want to talk to Devin about this. And Devin will probably be really into this. So I, I should know about it, I guess. I... 11 a.m. Listen to the first song, which is called The One. Tears fall down my face. They don't stop falling until 8 p.m. that night. <laughs> it unlocked the feelings. I really have been okay after this breakup, but Taylor put a knife into my stomach, and I, I've been bleeding ever since. I thought about asking Matt to break up with me just temporarily, just so I could feel the songs all the harder, yeah. I feel like anytime she comes out with like incredible breakup music, I'm in a relationship and I'm always like, oh, come on. And then I file it away. I texted our friend Beth and said, have you heard the new Taylor Swift, which is ridiculous because she's a diehard Swifty. And she was like, I'm watching the lyric videos right now. I'm so jealous that you're going through a breakup. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was like, I just had Adele for my last breakup. Jess Jacobs and Beth Jacobs are two sisters who are probably the, the biggest Swift stands alive. They follow her on tour and they converted me probably like five or six years ago now. I was visiting them on the Jersey Shore and we couldn't really do anything outside because it was pouring rain. So we just drove around listening to Taylor Swift albums and I was like a skeptic and I was like, I don't think I'm really into her. Like, I don't know. I think I'm like cool. And they completely converted me they were playing the songs they were like showing me how she's such an incredible songwriter and like her genius which is that she lets her fans in in a way that no one else really does and like there's all these what she calls like easter eggs like there's clues yes in all of her songs about who they're about so they were like okay so this is about john mayer this is about taylor lautner this is about her boyfriend from high school this is about jake gyllenhaal and I was just fascinated. She is an incredible songwriter and watching her process on Miss Americana, which I did enjoy, even though you always have to take those documentaries with a grain of salt when they're manufactured by the person they're supposed to look in depth at. I am very happy for Taylor. She's made some very powerful music. And I'm I'm a little resentful that she's decided to write such sad music when she seems really happy. But I'm I also need to protect myself. And for me, that means I've avoided folklore ever since the first day it came out. I've seen <laughs> I've I someone had it in their Instagram story and I immediately shut my phone off. Like it's I'm that sensitive to it right now. It's so good. Next headline is Phoebe Bridgers and Paul Mescal are dating. This is a freakishly attractive couple. Paul Mescal is the star of the Hulu and BBC show Normal People, which I've read the book. I won't watch the show because, again, I'm in a fragile emotional state. I can't handle star-crossed lovers right now. Phoebe Bridgers is an incredible singer-songwriter. I'm 
truly jealous of them both. This rarely happens to me with couples where I want to date both of them. But I actually DM'd Phoebe like a week ago. And now I know why she won't DM me back. Because she's sense. in love with someone else. Yeah. What did you DM her? I texted her, do you want to get married or whatever? Wait, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend, my guy friends in New York one year told me that that was their most successful Tinder pickup line. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm coming from a place of just sending like three emojis and like those cannolis, but it just seems like a yeah, really... please get off your high horse right now. <laughs> it just seems really like... I, I'm sure douchey men in New York can like be like, hey, you want to get married or whatever? And that works. But I feel like we're not in such a position of power where we can immediately okay. posit that. I mean, right. I can't even get my full boyfriend to marry me. So, you know what? It's not going to happen anyway because she's with someone else. <laughs> so why don't we go to the next headline? So this was big news this week. And for Devin and I, we're both love addicts. We're both not just fans of Demi, but I would say supporters of Demi. We root for her. And she just got engaged to soap opera star Max Ehrlich. Now, they tried to make this look like a candid engagement, like a random beach engagement. And let's just say she looked ready for it. It did not look candid. She's in a white dress that looks amazing. She's obviously gotten her makeup professionally done. Mm -hmm. And... They say the photographer just snuck up there. Her ring is insane. Yeah. Her ring looks like a joke ring from like a 90s movie that someone's stepmom gets. It looks like to me like a toy ring that you get in like those weird vending machines outside a grocery store. Yes. That's what it looks like. And as one of my friends, Jesse, said, she was like, that ring just proves to me that money doesn't equal beauty. <laughs> I feel like we've evolved as a society with engagement rings. And I mean, we all remember Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck when he bought her the famous $1 million pink engagement ring. And like that mm -hmm. was a cool thing at the time. And I think now we've all been slowly radicalized. And it's like, oh, no, that's actually ridiculous to spend that much money on a diamond ring. Like put a down payment on a house. Yeah. Also, that would just stress me out so much. Are you like kidding me? Yeah. I remember when Kim Kardashian cried because she lost her diamond in the ocean. And as I watched that, I was like, she's so spoiled. What's wrong with her? But now as an adult, I realize if I owned something that expensive and I lost it, I mean, it's the same thing as like if I lost my car, that would be devastating. If my car <laughs> fell into the ocean, that would be devastating. I'm sure my car doesn't even cost that much, but like, you know what I mean? Well, that's it brings me to my friend's rule, which is never buy a piece of clothing that you would be traumatized by ruining like don't buy a shirt if you're like if i got a stain on this i would break down yeah i mean i shop at american eagle <laughs> and order clothes from china off instagram ads so i i don't have experience with that but all my clothes literally like fall apart in one wash and i'm like <laughs> okay great that was a great 6.99 well spent so you said you had selena gomez intel on this relationship demi got engaged first of all everything you said like it clearly wasn't a surprise she was wearing a white I'm, i mean i'm sure he was like i have a surprise for you and she was like okay time to put on the dress like they've talked about it i'm sure she bought the ring which is awesome but whatever so i was texting with my friend jesse who is like my pop culture encyclopedia knows everything about it and especially with like pop stars specifically 
So she was like, I'm taking this to ONTD, which is, if you're not aware, one of the only live journals that's still functioning is, oh, no, they didn't, ONTD. (laughs) It's a blog about celebrity gossip. They have great details. It's just a great place to go. They also have good threads. Like They definitely would have like Carly Taylor threads. Anyway, so Jesse's like, okay, I took this to ONTD. First, she was like, who is this guy? And then she was like, okay, I'm going to take this to the source. And then she was like, oh, my God, this is bad. This is bad. So Max Ehrlich, Eric, whatever, not only did he tweet in 2011 that he wanted to date Demi Lovato, he tweeted, all I wanted for Christmas was Demi Lovato, hashtag can't always get what you want, dot, dot, dot. Creepy. So like, not only was he a fangirl of her, which is creepy that he's actually marrying her now, although I guess Haley Baldwin did normalize that by marrying Justin Bieber, but... He was obsessed with Selena Gomez. There's all these tweets, screenshots of him talking about how he wants to marry Selena Gomez. He's in love with her. He's obsessed with her. He wants to work with her. And there's this video, which I don't, I wish I was a mechanic and knew how to play something on the podcast, but it's basically this video of all his Instagram lives talking about how he loves selena gomez because she's a woman of god she cares about jesus she's such a good person she does so much service for the world she's beautiful she's talented like not just like oh yeah she's cute like super fan intense creepy then this whoever this was a hero a true hero among us on twitter (laughs) who put this video together just someone who just wanted to serve the world that day who made this video also screen recorded Selena Gomez's Instagram lives where he would comment and put like, marry me, marry me, heart eye emoji, heart eye emoji. Oh my God. Yes. It is severe. It's severe. So Jesse's theory is that since Wilmer Valderrama recently got engaged or married or whatever, like Demi's long lost love, Demi was like, I need to meet someone. I've been dating these rehab guys, which... Caroline and I have been down that road. And she was like, I can't find anyone who's good for me. So I guess like maybe this guy had been DMing her and she was like, okay, I'll do it. Maybe he DMed her and said, do you want to get married or whatever? And she was into it. And I feel like she just like let him in because he was so persistent or something. I don't know. It just concerns me. (laughs) So do we call 911 or what? So call the police. (laughs) No, not the police. They won't do shit. She's a Latina woman. That's true. We should call ONTD and get them to go. <laughs> they should start. A, we should defund the police and give the money Fund to ONTD. ONTD. I'm there for that. Yeah. So this is the thing. I I have many thoughts on this. First of all, okay. I remember watching her and Wilmer together just through Instagram and stuff and thinking they're genuinely in love. Wilmer yes. once posted a photo of them together and he said, I could watch paint dry with this girl and have a great time, which I thought was really sweet. That is really cute. And when they broke up, you know, she came out with cool for the summer. So the breakup wasn't fruitless. That was something that's still important to me, that song and that video. But obviously, yes, he got engaged and he's sort of this famous Hollywood playboy, finally settled down. And I mean, we've all been there when we've gone through a breakup and then the person moves on happily Mm -hmm. too soon. And so, yes, I completely understand. And I also think, and I see this with Brittany too, after being so stressed out, it must be nice to sort of have your version of a trophy wife. 
Yeah. Like, okay, this guy is obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's probably some extra security here. I'm going to go for it. Like, yeah. Especially as women, we're sort of, you know, of course, conditioned to be looking all the time. And so it must be nice to just be like, you know what? I'm going to relax. This person makes me feel validated. And I just need to not, I don't want to think about this anymore. And dating is a great way to get over your ex and and getting married is a great way to get over your ex. So I'm sure there's an aspect of that too. But like we talked about last week on our Instagram episode, so much of this was for show. I've never seen a celebrity repost their engagement picture so many times. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to be happy for her. And he does look like he loves her. And she's a beautiful, amazing, talented person. She looks easy to love. I don't know why he wouldn't. The Selena Gomez thing is concerning. It also makes him sound like a 12-year-old who goes on his parents' computer when they're asleep. But Mm -hmm. I can just say, and I'm seeing this happen with MGK and Megan Fox too, there are speed limits because when you go too fast, you hurt yourself and you hurt others. And Okay, wow. Some people are going too fast. This is hitting me. Megan Fox describing MGK as her twin soul flame after a Mm -hmm. few weeks of dating is problematic. And I've seen people (laughs) who move really quickly and are really happy together. But I'll just say um, that you don't want to run too hot too quickly. But that being said, I'm happy for Demi. It's interesting. I really am. You say that, but yet you message someone you've never met want to get married or whatever so that wasn't literal i just wanted to show them that i liked them and uh and and break the ice as one would say okay did i get rewarded for that no so so you're saying like you were punished for that and you don't want them to be punished too yeah i'm looking out for other people okay cool and I'm going to retire that line, and I curse Jeff Hemi wherever you are for telling me that it worked. Okay, we're going to cut to commercial, and we'll be right back with True Romance. I want true romance. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection. In on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. 
Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-Engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW Intelligent Personal Assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back on True Romance, and we have a very special dramatic Instagram reading today. Very on topic. Yes, as we are just discussing, Demi and Max are engaged. And Devin, do you want to be Demi or do you want to be Max? It's totally your call. Okay, I actually, I want to be Max, I think. Okay, I'll be Demi, but it will be hard since she has posted at least six times since her proposal. But there's one that's the main one and I'll read Yeah, that. let's do the main one. Okay. When I was a little girl, my birth dad always called me his little partner, something that might have sounded strange without his southern cowboy-like accent. To me, it made perfect sense, and today that word makes perfect sense again, but today I'm officially going to be someone else's partner. Space. At Max Eric. I knew I loved you the moment I met you. Savage Garden. Call out. It was something I can't describe to anyone who hasn't experienced it firsthand, but luckily you did too. I've never felt so unconditionally loved by someone in my life, other than my parents, flaws and all. You never pressure me to be anything other than myself, and you make me want to be the best version of myself. I'm honored to accept your hand in marriage. I love you more than a caption could express, but I'm ecstatic to start a family and life with you. I love you forever, my baby, my partner. Here's to our future. Wincing emoji, sobbing emoji, heart emoji, blushing heart face emoji, heart eyes emoji. Beautiful. My little partner. <laughs> that was From a my journey. little partner, too. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is Max. Ah! Diamond <laughs> ring emoji, crying emoji, party hat emoji, heart emoji. You are every love song, every film, every lyric, every poem, everything I could ever dream of, and then some in a partner in life. Words cannot express how infinitely in love with you I am forever and always, and then some. I cannot spend another second of my time here on earth without the miracle of having you as my wife. Here's to forever, baby. Diamond ring emoji again. Ah! 
a bunch of letters on the keyboard like you smash them. I'm so excited. Crying emoji, crying emoji, <laughs> crying emoji. You are the most beautiful inside and out in the entire world. And I couldn't be more grateful God brought us together. Party hat emoji. Heart. Upside down smile. Diamond ring, diamond ring, diamond ring, crying emoji. All caps. I love you so much, Didi Lovato, and will forever cherish your pure, beautiful, infinite soul. Okay. So he's the, a purity guy. He's a God guy and he's a purity guy. I will say the one, uh, the pictures of him actually doing it, the caption is Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews Band was playing. Still floating. Cloud emoji. Love you more each and every second, Didi Lovato. I'll tell you one thing quickly. When someone says they love someone more and more each second, I want to say, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. is that a thing? No, it's not a thing. It's really not. I mean, I think that there's moments of that, but they've only been together for a, a small collection of seconds. So, I mean, they've been together a couple of years, but in the grand scheme of life. Okay, should I or should I not read Wilmer Valderrama's response post caption? I think it would be best for all of us if you did. Okay, so three days ago, meaning just shortly after Demi got engaged... Wilmer posts a picture with his fiance slash wife, haven't kept up, don't know what her status is. Wilmer, our passports have become diaries that now witness the great adventure we now call our life, dot, dot, dot. Here's to keep collecting stamps and making it look easy, dot, dot, dot. Because why does it have to be anything but a sunset sale? I mean, dot, dot, dot. Hashtag it's just us now. Hashtag Feliz Aniversario. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't take Spanish. You have such a white girl accent. <laughs> um, my chimichurri. So, I don't know. Even if you're happily engaged, it, it can't feel whatever to have your ex be engaged. And then post about your engagement on the day of your ex's engagement. You have to fight back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yikes. I just want them to end up together. I think maybe once Max and this woman again don't follow no offense uh her handle seems to be sea weenie um <laughs> i'm not kidding so if max and sea weenie don't work out <laughs> for them then maybe they'll end up together wait if wilmore and sea weenie don't work out you mean <laughs> no if max and <laughs> i'm so immature that i hate myself if max and sea <laughs> i thought max you were <laughs> I thought you were mispronouncing this, but it really is S-E-A weenie, W-E-A-N-I-E. <laughs> if Max and C weenie don't, are not good partners <laughs> for Demi and Wilmer respectively, then they can get together and C weenie will find someone else. Devin okay. is crying. <laughs> All right, back to our topic. Yeah. It's interesting I feel like recovering from breakups, how to how you appear post breakup is half the battle. They say it on the Sex in the City, like it's a game on who's going to die alone. Yeah. And and then when people ask you about the breakup and you try to maintain composure and have your party line, sort of my party line right now is it was mutual. There are no hard feelings. I really love him. I want the best for him. Hopefully we can become friends one day. But you have to be very careful because sometimes you end up going off. Yeah, I have this problem. I was talking to my therapist about this, that I have this problem where I make people I've dated sound like they're Hitler. I like go off so hard on them. Like I'm like 
by the by the time I'm done with the conversation that starts with like, oh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so I was listening to the radio the other day. The radio. Okay, funny story about that. I dated someone who also listened to the radio, and, and he, he was, was seven- a psychopath. <laughs> he was a psychopath, and he was seventy five because that's who listens to the radio. <laughs> no, but then I like go off on a sp- spiral to the extent that the person at the end is like, okay, so why would you be with someone like that? Like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Why were you with them? And I'm like, okay, no, no, no. it's not anything to do with me. I have nothing to do with it. I am the good, I am the victim here. No, no, no. This is my victim narrative. I had no part in it at all. I zero involved with me. All, they're Hitler. I had nothing to do with it. So they're Hitler. Dare dare I I say what that makes me? I'm not going to go there. (laughs) so yeah I actually when I was younger could not speak about anything else if I was going through a breakup and Mm -hmm. I also had an alcohol problem and alcohol actually makes you talk about your ex-boyfriends more I found out and people would actually not ask in fact people would actually look like they didn't want to talk to me in the first place and I would Mm -hmm. be like you know what fucking sucks (laughs) finding out the person you thought you're gonna be with forever is an asshole and then I would be like, oh, I hate talking about it. But what happened was, <laughs> and the person would look at me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was also acting as though I was the only person who knew what these feelings were. Like when people were like, yeah. how are you? I'd be like, you have no idea how dark it's getting. It wouldn't like, even make sense to you. It would be gibberish to you. Do you speak other languages? Then you probably don't know this one, the language of the brokenhearted. It sounds and like bleep, bloop, 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 bleep, boop, boop. That's probably what it sounds like to you. Like bling, blong, bling, blong. But to me, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> and they would just, be, it, it was just annoying because I was acting as though it was the most interesting, complicated thing when really it was, oh, yeah, your feelings are hurt because this person doesn't want to be with you who you still have feelings for and you don't think you're going to get better. Which I mm-hmm. think is also what depression feels like is that I'm not going to get better and nobody understands. And the added bonus of nobody cares about me Mm -hmm. when really it's like you're going through a very human experience and everyone knows but I think Instagram is a very interesting tool to try to control how you appear and how you feel post breakup and you can either nurse the feelings of pity or as Khloe Kardashian posted after her break up with Tristan Thompson. This is my Friday night right now and I've never been happier. I'm cooking bread, which she did not cook, there's no way, with my angel, True, who I do think is adorable. And you know, it's very much to me subtly saying to Tristan, "Go fuck yourself. I'm happy single mom." I'm so happy that I facetuned my entire face to the point that it looks like a duvet insert with tiny eyes and a missing nose and giant lips. It looks like someone squeezed her through a water bottle. Exactly. Ariana That's- Grande also posted a picture the day Pete Davidson and Margaret Qualley started dating. And she posted, it was a story, I think, and she said something in that tiny font she uses that yeah. is emotionally manipulative because it makes you work harder to read it. And Mm -hmm. she was like, actually, I have had one of the best days of my life today. And I was like, I actually don't think you did because you just said that. 
it's very fascinating how people decide to reveal that they're single. But the thing is, is that in my experience, nobody wants to have sex with you when you're single. And I think it's because like an animal, maybe people can (laughs) smell loneliness. I don't know. I really let go uh, when I, after a breakup, I let myself look like shit for a while. The day me and my ex broke up, I took my dogs for a walk in my pajamas and didn't brush my hair. And and I just let go of all self-care for a second, which I think is a natural part of recovery. Yeah, you have to wallow like in the Gilmore Girls episode where Rory doesn't want to wallow. And by the end of the episode, she just eats a pint of ice cream. Wow, that's really wallowing. No, no, no. She eats like a giant thing of ice cream. It's actually a really beautiful moment. Uh, don't talk shit. <laughs> don't I get love- down on Roy. Going on dating apps is actually, for me, the most depressing part of recovering from a breakup. Because they're so glamorous when you're in a relationship. In fact, I used to joke with my boyfriend, Kyle. Oh, my God. Can you get me on Raya? And then you become single. And they're so depressing and sad and scary. Mm-hmm. And... After five days of being single, I sort of had this light bulb moment where I realized, oh, my God, I can download Raya. So I downloaded Raya mainly to see if I'd get in because I had been waitlisted for actually years. I get in. Draco Malfoy was the first guy on the page. (laughs) And I'm like, "Okay, this could be fun. And then I see all of these greasy L.A. Commercial directors, influencers, photographers. I start feeling actually nauseous. I start to cry. I texted you being like, this is an emergency. Mm -hmm. And I just realized like, fuck, I'm back here. Yeah. It's dark. I have a lot of dark stories and I'm sorry that you probably don't want to hear them because it's what's in store for you. (laughs) When I broke up with my ex that I dated for like three years... I had been on the apps for a really long time and I I hadn't like agreed to go out with anyone because I kept getting so freaked out about it. Um, So I would like talk to someone for a really long time and then they'd be like, do you want to get drinks? And I would just never respond, which is not adult behavior. It's Um, also the reason why so many guys have in their bio, okay, can we actually meet up? Or like, I'm not here to just talk. Men's bios are so angry. Half of them will put, I'm 6'1 if you care about that kind of thing. I'm five because eight. I asks. guess if you care about that kind of thing, and it's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I'm also like, you know what? I don't care about that kind of thing. But when I'm showing up to dates and the guy is slightly shorter and looks like he wants to punch me in the face because I I do be care about that. Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who was the guy you went out with who said he was a producer on a Broadway show? Oh, so this is what I was gonna say is that. I was like, oh, I have to just finally go out with someone. Like, I just have to do it because I've been, like, going on the apps and not doing anything. I just have to get it over with. And this one guy had been, like, very persistent. And looking back, that was kind of weird. But that wasn't a problem. But it it was kind of weird. Like, he, like, immediately responded to everything. And I had said to him, like, he was like, oh, can we go out for drinks or something? And I had said, like, "I sorry, I don't really feel comfortable. I just got on the apps or something. So then I went back to that message and said, like, actually, like, I could hang out if you want to. And he's like, within one second. Great. Where do you want to meet? Blah, blah, blah. Yikes. So his his bio said, like, producer at this Broadway show. And I was like, OK, 
Not that I care about that kind of thing, but I was like, oh, cool, like normal job. Oh, the public guy would love to be in front of it, sure. Yeah, I was like, okay, so he's gonna get me to Broadway. <laughs> no, I was like, do you know Hamilton? Um, Anyway. <laughs> do you know so, that guy Hamilton? <laughs> do you know old Ham? Is he out there somewhere? Birdman, you know him? Anyway, um, so we went out and he started describing what he does and it sounded a lot like a magician. <laughs> and I was like, wait, sorry, I thought you had said on your bio that you worked on a Broadway show. And he was like, um, no, yeah, I'm a producer of magic. So like I produce the magic tricks that are on the show. And looks like you have something behind your ear. <laughs> I was like, of course, of course. And then I did go to a second location with him because I didn't, I was too people pleasing to say yeah. no. And then we went to a bar and he showed me a at least three minute, possibly even six minute video on his phone. No. Like, and Not I was okay. like, oh, I don't really like to watch like videos in bars. And he's like, I have headphones. And I was like, <laughs> lucky girl. Okay, this is actually stunning. And yeah, so that was yikes. And you've had good dates. Yeah, I did have good dates but none of them panned out the way I wanted them to. Um, I went out with this one guy who we had what I thought was like a really good connection. Like I was actually pleasantly surprised. I had that experience a lot where I would like want to cancel the date the day of because I was just like, oh, I don't even know this person. And like, what if they suck and it's not worth it? And I was working like a really high pressure job at the time and I didn't have a lot of free time. So I would always like negotiate and this guy was willing to meet me like right by my office. So I was like, well, it's just like two blocks away. It's fine. Um, but we had like this great connection. I thought it was amazing. It was kind of awkward when we said goodbye. He like kissed me, but I didn't expect it. And I like was like a cardboard, a soggy piece of wet cardboard. <laughs> it was not expecting it. And then I simply sprinted away to a cab. Like I didn't know what else to do. So I ran sure. away. Um and so he ghosted me and I thought it was because of that. Like I was like, I actually asked my friend if I should text and say, sorry, that kiss was weird. Like I felt uncomfortable or like try to like explain it so I could like, and my friend was like, no, that's weird. So I just didn't say anything. And then he ghosted me and then he texted me again, like a full month later as if nothing had happened and said, hey, do you want to get drinks on Thursday? Like, as if there was no... It also like, couldn't he, be more transparent. Like, hey, I'm horny. Yeah, so I was like... But obviously, I was like, yes, sure. <laughs> I'm around. I'm horny, too. I was like, wait. Yeah, I actually happened to be around. And then he ghosted me again a second time. <laughs> I've only been on a few app dates, but one of my first dates, we texted for a very long time. I was actually with you. I went to your parents' house, and I was just texting this guy the whole time cute and i did feel like oh my god he's making me laugh i'm making him laugh maybe we're in love maybe this is gonna happen which is very much my love language is getting attached before i know the person very well we mm -hmm. go on one date i shake his hand and it's just that immediate feeling of i will never kiss you like whatever mm -hmm. feeling you get when you know that you are attracted to someone it was the absolute opposite of that where i was like it's just not gonna happen you're not unattractive by any means it may have to do with the fact that you're wearing Tevas and you took me to a food fair, which is my least favorite type of place. And I like a food fair, but go on. <laughs> it was more like outdoors, crowds. Right. I don't like anywhere. that. I went to multiple locations with him because like you, I couldn't just be like, OK, well, I have to go now. And 
he every joke I made, he would go, okay. So I would say stuff like, I was so fucked up that night. I, I was making, I'm sure, some crude jokes, but he always responded with, oh, my God. All right. And I was like, wait, are you saying that I'm too much? And then he texted me the next day and I ghosted him. I just couldn't. He deserved that. I feel like when you do get ghosted, you think, just tell me. Just tell me to my face. But at the same time, what do I want to hear? That you don't like me that much? Because I also went on another date with this guy and I could feel myself. I just wasn't, I wasn't at my best. That's all I'll say. It wasn't that I said something bad or anything. I just could feel, I could feel myself being sweaty and really wanting him to like me. He was on an improv team I really liked, which is just what it looks like to date in New York. And I wasn't even that attracted to him. I just thought he was so funny. And I told my friend the next day, oh, I really like him. And our friend Hannah said, you know, you can text him and say I had a really good time. Right. And I was like, no, I didn't know that. And so I texted (laughs) that and didn't hear anything. But it was very exciting as a female to be forward and say, hey, I had a really good time last night. I would love to hang out again. It just felt very hyper adult, even though he never texted me back. It's very powerful lady lawyer like Allie McBeal. Is that what it is? Allie McBeal? It's very the good wife. It's I was like You're the good wife <laughs> and I'm the good doctor. <laughs> and you're the, I'm the good call- doctor. And there's something okay, never mind, I'm not gonna go down the good doctor jokes right. I always call it the baby doctor because he looks like an actual thirteen year old. He's the little boy from Finding Neverland, right? I always get it confused yes. with Leaving Neverland, and it's like not great. I, I, he's the little boy from Leaving Neverland. You'll have to be more specific. <laughs> yeah, I one guy that I like didn't go on a date with, but he mess started messaging me off Hinge, and we had like an immediate like rapport, and we were like messaging all night, and he was really funny and really good looking. Um, not that I care about that kind of thing, but like we were going back and forth and it, it, it seemed like there was like no, like if sands or butts about it, like it was like no playing games, no waiting to respond. And I was like, this is like really, I don't know. Are we meant to be together? Is this a sign? Am I finding Neverland right now? Is this like one of those famous love stories, like finding Neverland? (laughs) Um, and so anyway, so he asked me out like that night for the next day. And I was like, OK, this is insane. But yeah, this is what being single is about. I'm going to go on a date with this person that I've only been messaging for one day. I haven't even Instagram stalked him, whatever. So I was like, great. Then the next day when I was at work, obviously, I Instagram stalked him and it was like hard to find his Instagram. But I did. And it was all pictures of his six year old daughter. He was like a full blown dad. Um, meaning like, I don't know what the difference between a full blown dad and a regular blown dad is, but there is actually a difference. (laughs) He was like, he was a devoted father. It looked like, um, and I was like, okay, stunning, stunning, stunning. So then I was talking to people all day, like texting, like, am I ready to be a stepmother? Am I ready for this responsibility? Do I go? Do I not go? Like, I don't know. Um, and by the end of the day I had decided, like, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this responsibility. I'm going to be a mom. Like, it might be worth it. Like, I've been on the apps for years and, like, I just need to, like, find someone and I can't be picky. Like, maybe I can't be picky. Maybe this is what is meant to be, whatever. Um, I've had a dog that I gave to my parents, but I had it at one point. So I am responsible. Anyway, he goes to me. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> turns out it's not my kid. I would love to be a stepmom. I would be such a good stepmom. You'd be a great stepmom. Really respect the boundaries. As a child of divorced parents, I would very much be like, I, I, I would develop a relationship with the mother because I would be spending time with the child. And I would really want to be an, as involved as the family unit would let me. The thing is, and what drives me to even going on these apps is that when you stop having sex, something can happen to your body that makes you horny. Mm. And it's really interesting. So I experienced it not so much anymore because I'm past that point. But initially, after not having sex for a couple of weeks, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. And it's very painful. And I always set my sights extra high. So I'm like, if Justin throw and I end up in the same room, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I always do the same thing. And then in reality, I end up DMing Vinny from the Jersey Shore and not getting a response and checking for a response every day for 12 months, which is one year. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-Engineered handling takes you through every twist in turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW Intelligent Personal Assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Did I tell you about the day that I spent with Ivanka Trump's ex-boyfriend? No. Oh, my God. It's actually insane that you didn't tell me about that. I was in (laughs) Colombia on a work trip, and I was being... It was incredible. I was in Colombia on a work trip and this producer was touring me around named Bingo Goobleman. And Okay, none of this sounds real, but proceed. Absolutely true. And I we were having the best day and then the news came on and it was before the election and Trump was speaking and I said something along the lines of I'm so embarrassed to be an American right now traveling because I want to tell everyone I meet that this guy does not represent our values, which because half of us voted for him looks like he may represent a lot of American values mm-hmm. besides the point. And bingo says something like, Oh yeah, I don't know anyone who voted for him. And I was like, yeah, me neither, obviously. And he keeps on, he's a film producer and he's a financier and he just keeps on dropping these hints that he's extremely freakishly wealthy, saying stuff like, oh, I was hanging out with Warren Buffett the other day. Me being like, wait, who are you? And he's talking about investing and weed companies, all this stuff. We're staying at this really nice house in Columbia during this work trip and I'm swimming in an outdoor pool. He's on the phone and I feel like there's some vibes happening with us. And I didn't know, though. And and then I, it hit me like, oh, my God, I haven't looked up this guy on the Internet. Am I crazy? So I immediately Google him while I'm in the pool. And he's sitting on the deck chair talking on the phone. And the first thing that comes up online is Ivanka Trump's ex-boyfriend, Bingo Goobleman, arrested at a bar in New York City for possession of cocaine with Maroon 5 guitarist, which is one of the most repulsive headlines that could come up. I could not breathe for a second because I could not believe that we were in the same room. So I just can't believe this. And then because it was just the two of us on this trip, we went to dinner that night and he takes me out for this really (laughs) fancy dinner. Sorry, what the fuck job was this? That It sounds like you're like on a trip in Colombia with like a cartel related person. It does person. sound like that. It does sound like that. <laughs> we were scouting for a potential movie and he was the financier for the production. It didn't end up going. So we're at dinner and the waitress is kind of flirting with him and we're joking about it and he said something along the lines of, "Yeah, the waitress is like, I have big breasts. I can get him. This girl doesn't have any motioning at my chest, which is directly across from him and I'm in a low-cut dress that sort of reveals that I have 34A breasts." And oh, I hate the word breasts. 34A boobs. And so he basically just openly makes fun of my flat chest at dinner. And I was like, wait, what? What's happening? I couldn't believe it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not above being self-deprecating. I obviously talk about my body in self-deprecating terms all the time and don't take it seriously. But I was like, wait, are you at dinner just casually saying that I have really small tits after one day of knowing me? I think it's interesting that that was the point in the day where you felt like, wait, what? (laughs) Okay, listen. I did not think by any means he was a good guy. I just listen. I flew to Colombia on a private jet with Bingo Google Move and Nin. I found out that he was involved. I I found out he was involved with the worst corrupt criminal criminals in America. 
Then we're in a pool and I'm swimming and I'm Googling him. And we have a thing going on. We go out to dinner. Listen, we're financiers. We're financing a movie. We go out to dinner. <laughs> then he tells me my titties are small. And I'm like, this day is weird. No. Okay, this is not any given Wednesday. I'll tell you that much. Because any given Wednesday, I'm being self-deprecating. I'm not getting made fun of. Listen, it was crazy. That's all I'll say. It was insane. Great story. I hope that Bingo is well. Uh, who is? Where is Bingo Googleman? I might have to Google him later today. <laughs> Google Bingo Googleman. I will definitely be Googling Bingo the Bapadoopin. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that there's necessarily a right way to break up with someone. It just has to be as kind as possible. And there's no way for it to be painless. And the pain doesn't mean necessarily that you're doing anything wrong. It just means it's very sad. Yeah, I was talking to my therapist about it this week because I was talking about black and white narratives and how it's so much easier to latch on to those like this person broke up with me. This person lied to me. This person cheated on me like she left me. She'd like that's what we tend to do is be like there's a victim and a perpetrator and there's as my therapist was saying like zero room for growth there because there's no way to look at your part and change things and and do things differently the next time so that's something i've been thinking about this week i do think that there are consequences no matter what and the actual financial and life altering consequences for instance all your furniture being in someone else's hands Mm -hmm. i booked a hotel in costa rica For me and my ex, Kyle, and he likes larger hotel rooms, so I made sure it was bigger. And now I have a credit to stay at a Costa Rican hotel alone. I have to find a partner. Well, we all know who it's going to be. Devin? Five letters. Bingo. (laughs) B-I-N-G-O. B-I-N-G-O. I know he's down. I know he's down. (laughs) especially when the future seems so precarious as it does right now you want to rely on something uh and i think it has to be dogs or b-i-n-g-o bingo goobleman (laughs) or you have to rely on food or friends i'm really gonna be an advocate for food in this situation i've been advocating for food every day my whole life i've been when i am full to the point of almost throwing up yeah, I have gotten to the point in quarantine where I actually have thought like I wish I could throw up right now just so I could eat more not in an unhealthy I mean it's still unhealthy but not in like a purge way I just like want to fit more food in and it is unfair when I can't I know um, my friends and I used to in high school go smoke more weed and then come back into whatever restaurant we were to try uh, to keep going I wish I could do that here but, but alas. alas I love you Devin <laughs> I love you too. I'll miss you till next week. Catch us next time on True Romance. Thank you for tuning in. All I ever wanted was a little love. Hold me closer, baby. Give me some touch. I want true.
Insurance Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.